Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you all had an enjoyable week and are excited for the weekend. This week, I am super excited for the weekend. I don't have any plans, but it was just one of those weeks where it felt really weird. And I'm glad that we have made it to Friday afternoon. And since it's Friday, it seems that we are back with a regular uploading schedule. So... I'm very excited about that. Like I said, thank you all for your patience, and hopefully this is the new regular scheduled programming. So for this episode, when I put out ideas for this week's topic, I think I had 80% of you vote for self-love. Also, if you ever want to participate in choosing the episode topic, You guys can head over to my Instagram and follow me at N-A-T-A-L-I-A underscore L-009. Again, N-A-T-A-L-I-A underscore L-009. My DMs are also always available if any of you guys want a more one-on-one conversation. So I want to start off with talking about what is self-love. And I want to break the stigma self-love does not equal cockiness or that you love others less I just want to really ground this into you all it's like when we say that we compliment ourselves and then we're too into ourselves that's another stigma that I think needs to be broken because that's also part of self-love but self-love does not equate to narcissism or a big ego Instead, self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and prioritizing your happiness. It means prioritizing your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love means giving yourself what your body, brain, and soul really needs for the marathon we call life. I also want to kind of talk about the construct of hedonism and it's not that either and it's also not chasing an emotional high like self-love doesn't always mean you're 100% happy you're 100% in love with who you are It's really more complex than that. And the practice of self-love is the practice of really nourishing yourself. So in essence, you know your own worth and you don't take less than what you feel you deserve. And if you have a lot of self-love, you're going to feel that you deserve a lot, as you should. Number two, self-love, despite what people say, is not easy. The saying of, why don't you just love yourself more? Or, you really should just love yourself. While true, is not that simple. Loving yourself does not mean that you believe you're the smartest, sexiest, or most talented person. And also want to clarify, being confident does not mean that either. Being confident does not mean walking into a room and saying... 
I know everyone is going to love me. Being confident is walking into that room and saying, I know not everyone is going to love me. And I'm okay with that. I just kind of want us to really focus on that. Like, just take a moment to kind of just sit with that idea that self-love does not mean you like everything about yourself. Loving yourself really comes with the notion that you can realize your flaws, you can take credit for your weaknesses, you can work on the parts of yourself you do not necessarily love and appreciate who you are and what makes you a certain way. So in essence, self-love requires a lot of self-patience and a lot of compassion. It's really digging deep and it takes a lot to cultivate which we will definitely be getting into. So three, ooh, I want self-love. What do I do? So I get this question all the time. I see this question all the time. People just think it's a light switch, but it's not. And that's okay. So my journey of self-love really as a writer really came from me like writing everything down and analyzing everything and when I write poetry about myself I often use the garden extended metaphor which I'll explain also I came up with this idea and I don't know if you guys would be interested but if you are please DM me on Instagram but would you guys want to hear an episode of me just reading some of my poetry If you guys want to read it, I do post on my blog every Wednesday. My blog being reginabohemia.wordpress.com. And I'll spell it for you guys. So R-E-G-I-N-A-B-O-E-M-I-A.wordpress.com. And you can also find the written outlines of my podcast there too. If you ever want to go back to an episode and just quickly like read like one of the points that I talk about instead of replaying the episode or if you love my voice please just replay it I mean whatever floats your boat guys but no in all seriousness cultivating self-love is like cultivating a garden it does take a lot of work so step one you have to rake up the weeds You first have to eradicate the parts of yourself that are not letting you love yourself. You need to remove the dead plants, the things in your life that no longer serve your purpose. Sometimes this can mean unfollowing people on social media platforms or distancing yourselves from relationships that you view or other people who give good advice view are toxic. And by this, I do not mean cut everyone off. You'll need that you need you will learn that you need to find a balance. You cannot simply build self-love by self-isolation. <laughs> Instead, just become mindful of what you need and what you want. And by what you want, what's going to be a good want for you and not a bad want for you. If the person, place, or thing does not fit, 
in with your vision, it might be time to let go. Remember to set boundaries, saying no to work, love, or other activities that really just, again, don't fit into your vision or your self-purpose. Step two is to tend to the wilting flowers. So you need to look deep within yourself. Journal if you have to. Like I said before, this is my coping mechanism, so I often just always offer it out as a solution. But find the parts of yourself that do not need to be eradicated or derooted. They just need some tender love and care. They just need to be worked on. Act on what you need rather than just what you want. For me, a couple years ago, when I started my journey into this self-love world, I really hated being extroverted. And I thought that I just need to stop being extroverted and completely just become an introvert. And I realized that I actually liked my extrovertedness the more I kind of dug around and settled into my own skin. I just needed to stop oversharing. I needed to stop confiding in various people who were not keeping my secrets safe or my business private and personal. So self-love involves turning away from things that may bring you instant joy but are harmful in the long run. Like those friendships, for me, had so much fun when I was around them, but when I wasn't around them, they were harmful and you just need to let things like that go but whatever it is that you feel that you need to work on just sit with it nurture yourself and watch your flowers grow step three is to import new flowers so when adding to your garden it's important that you become selective in the things you want to grow there make sure you're gravitating towards people who give you meaning purpose who are fun to be around, but also uplift you. And it's more of an equal partnership of sharing energy than you just giving them all your energy or you just taking all of their energy. (sighs) Engage in ideas that spark interest and joy. And this is where you'll get to love the quirky parts of yourself. And you'll find that as time goes on, your taste in flowers may change, and that's okay. As long as you decide to stay true to yourself and true to the vision of yourself that you aspire to be. Like, that is so important, to always make sure that you are going back to that version of, that vision, sorry, that vision of the best version of yourself. So, again, you can journal it, you can paint it, you can just sit and imagine it. But just always go back to her, always go back to him, just always go back to the peak of who you want to be and make sure that you're actively choosing things that will help your future self step four is to not neglect the garden do not neglect her as i mentioned self-love is not easy 
It's it's a path that involves many hills and turns. There will be bad days, and on those bad days, it is especially important to make sure you're tending to your garden. Practicing good self-care provides structure to tend to your basic needs, so exercise. And I'm not saying on your bad days that you're going to be able to, like, unless you're a runner and you run when you're in a bad mood, you're going to be able to run as far as you can. You're going to be able to lift as far as, as heavy as you can. We all have bad days, but still try to do a little bit of exercise. Still try to stay as hydrated as you can. Make sure you're eating well because this is the only body, the only home, permanent home is your body. And this is the only body you have been given. So self-love, while it is a lot of mental work, it is also super important that you are taking care of the physicality as well. And also remember to forgive yourself. We're human accept your humanness accept the lack of perfection guys it's totally normal i think that one thing with social media and our lives being mostly on the internet is that we have become like productive robots in the sense that we just churn out content or churn out projects And we're always comparing ourselves to what people look like and what people are doing. And we forget that the majority of the internet is a highlight reel. All it is, is people putting out moments that they're at their happiest or moments that they appear to be at their happiest. And they're only going to put out when they're doing something good. And it always looks like they're doing something good. And it always looks like they're being super productive. And I think we just need to learn that that's not reality and that we are all imperfect. We all have bad days. And I think that we really need to start acknowledging it and acknowledging also that mental health matters. And we need to start forgiving ourselves for being so hard on ourselves because we think that we have to be perfect. So, want you all to practice patience. Patience is a virtue I do not have. Meaning, it is not, God did not just give me the virtue of patience. I have to work so hard to strive to be a patient person. My body just is so impatient. But, I want you all to try and practice being patient with yourself and knowing that when you fail or mess up it's an opportunity to learn and it's an opportunity to grow from your mistakes and lastly step five is I want you to sit back and watch the garden grow so it's super important that in the journey of self-love you reflect on the progress you have made Rome wasn't built in a day. We know that this journey is going to take a while. I'm still on the journey and I started it probably a year and a half ago. I either started at the end of 2018 when I got fed up 
or I waited until 2019 but all of 2019 I really went on this whole self-love journey and I'm still on the self-love journey and you will see progress and I think that is so important to just sometimes sit back and thank yourself for the progress you've made acknowledge your hard work congratulate yourself acknowledge your nurturing you're building a beautiful garden people sit back and enjoy yourself and the new flowers you have imported thank yourself for tending to the wilting flowers and eradicating the diseased plants we know self-love involves a lot of self-care and self-care does not always mean face masks and bubble baths however after a long day of digging in the dirt I think it now is time to clean up, wash up, and indulge. Alright guys, I hope you guys all enjoyed this week's episode. I hope you got some information on what self-love is and how you guys can start the journey. And I hope I sparked something inside of you that made you want to change things and want to love yourself more but also made you want to appreciate some of the things that you already have to offer because everyone in this world has something beautiful to offer and i hope you guys all enjoy your weekend and i'll just catch up with you guys in our next talk next week bye